Thanks for listening to this episode of Who's in Face Wrestling Podcast. On today's episode, I am riding solo, uh, which I feel like I need, again, with this with this crew that I'm about to interview, I feel like I might need backup at some point. They have been known to jump people outside of Logan Square. There's video footage of it. Um, some things were stolen a couple different times. Um, but I, we wanted to, Chris and I have been wanting to have these two gentlemen on to interview really ever since we have interviewed the bang bros which i was looking back at it it was like december 2020 so there's been like a whole year and a couple months of stuff that's happened but obviously another rising tag team on the chicago independent scene and people that we associate with the bang bros so as soon as like we have the bang bros on we're like okay we need to get pick and pop on and then things happen things come up here and there shows start coming back and we just haven't done it so i'm finally I guess very proud to have you guys on the podcast, Pick and Pop, Darius Luttrell, Coda Hernandez. How are you guys doing? First, first, there's no need to associate us with the Bang Bros. Okay. I'm about to say that. I'm about to say that. About to say that. In our league. Mm -hmm. They can't even sit on the same bench. I don't, we don't sit on the bench anyway, but they definitely couldn't even sit on the same bench that we sit on. So, okay. but you know, thank you for having us. I, I guess. Yeah. I'm right. PNP. PNP. <laughs> I, I guess because like, you guys had, were in the same freelance graduating class, right? Does that? I mean, you guys kind of have have debuted around the same time, so that's kind of where the association comes from. What's graduating? Yeah. I've never done that. Well, <laughs> uh, graduating from wrestling school, maybe freelance academy. Is that ring a bell? Yeah, I, I guess I guess in those terms, you can I can agree to that. We do come from the same place. Okay, you know, we are not the same. You're not the not same. Not close. No, not close. So I mean, that's what I want to. That's what I kind of want to get into. So uh, the differences, right? What what you guys are being booked a lot. Congratulations on that. I think uh, we've seen it. Uh, Chris and I have seen a ton of your matches. We hope to see more. So th- I think that's the purpose of this podcast is to try to figure out who pick and pop is. Um, I'm going to start with a question. I'll start with Darius. Uh, and this is kind of a very broad question. So take it wherever you go, but we want to know what, what you love about wrestling. What are the aspects you love about it? I mean, people go to certain, like the performance part of it, the athleticism part, what, what is it that you love about wrestling? Let's see. What do I, I love about wrestling? I mean, there's so many things I could choose, but I guess I would have to say I, I love storytelling. Mm-hmm. You know, there's there's an art in that. There, it puts meaning into many other matches, uh, and I feel like a lot of people like one specific thing. Like you might like, you might have people that have who love just pure wrestling matches, right? But I think for me, you know, putting it all together, the in-ring action, the storytelling, the promos, okay. all of that goes into it for me. But I think storytelling is a big part of it. Yeah. No, that's great. We always point, Chris and I always point to that. I saw one of your promos recently. It was the press conference one. I thought that was very, uh, that was uh, fa- fairly recently. Um, it was a, a unique idea. It was something that I don't think I have ever seen before. Can you talk about like, because um, I can think that kind of goes with 
your individual, like just how you present yourself in the ring, um, your individual character, but like, how did you come up with that idea? Can you talk about that? Well, is I feel like it's just something that I'm used to. I've been an athlete pretty much my entire life. Okay. And a part of that is doing interviews, doing press conferences at the college games, at the professional games. Uh, and I, I feel like I do have to point that out because I know most of the commentaries are always saying former Division One. I. I did play professionally. I did play semi-pro. I've been to London, been to Amsterdam, been to Belgium, did that whole thing. So, oh, shit. You know, it's, it's something that's just in my wheelhouse that's just natural, and I just wanted to bring it to the wrestling world. So uh, you guys will definitely see more of that. That was just like an introductory Okay. So, some things that I wanted to do, but you'll see more added to it because I feel like it could be layers added to that. Awesome. That's great. I didn't know about your playing career. We can get into that in the d- dessert section. Uh, before I jump over to Coda, I should, probably should have introduced this. That if you're not familiar, this is a buffet style podcast, the buffet line. So we have this salad, which we're in now, which is to kind of get to know these two gentlemen. And we're going to go to the main course, where we talk about some stuff they've done in the ring and a little bit more about that. And the dessert is kind of your guilty pleasure. We can talk about whatever. Coda, I want to ask you the same question now. What is it that you love about wrestling? Uh, for me, to be honest, it was the only time I, you would see probably me, my grandfather, and my father all together. Okay. Because my grandfather was a fan. Dad was a fan. And the time we got to spend with each other, it's probably when we were watching wrestling. So yeah. it just comes down to family, man. And uh, having time with them and then just growing up around it. You know, obviously some they got some stuff got mixed up growing up, but wrestling was always there. No matter what, no matter what Monday or Friday was, wrestling was on for me. Yeah. No, that's great. I had tons of memories as well, like growing up watching so it's cool that that, that kind of has stuck with you and made an impression on your life. There was, I think we were talking to James recently, and he said that you used to go to some of the original underground shows, right? Is that like, talk like talk about that, like you used to go to those shows and now you're on them, which is really cool. Yeah, man. So that's, that's crazy to think about. When I was about 13, before I kind of screwed up a little bit and got a little bit lost in like my way of life or whatever, sure. about 13, my dad, he's a huge indie guy. He had a friend who was an indie wrestler. Uh, his name was Tim Norton. He passed away, unfortunately, this year. Um, but then we found, like, Underground, and that's where I always go to Underground, uh, Vanguard, um, some other shows around. That's where I first seen, like, Isaiah Russell. Okay. Um, uh, Eric Priest. Um, I'm trying to think of, like, Mojo McQueen. I remember seeing him a lot when yeah. I was a kid. Mm-hmm. Um so yeah, it was crazy. I mean, I, they did some back in the day. They did some crazy stuff on the ground. I seen them have a war games match. I mean, as a thirteen year old kid, I watched it live, and it was way different than what you what you would see on TV. It's right. more like grimy. Yeah, you were still were you still able to appreciate and compartmentalize? Like this is a show I'm going to, but it's the same stuff I'm seeing on TV. Oh, I love like I I would rather go to like probably like at least all the indie events then like go to like a raw okay because like that's where you see people 
like I don't know, the the passion that they have, the drive that they have at those indie shows, they really do like everything just to get like noticed. And yeah. as we can tell, like the drive and the so I loved indie wrestling, like Chicago indie wrestling. It's crazy for me as a kid. That's awesome. That's cool that how you uh, just comparing my experience was was i'm an i'm an uh i think a little of my i don't know we don't have to get into age but i think i might be a little bit older than you guys <laughs> and then uh growing up in the 90s seeing the attitude era being a kid on my couch flipping on monday night flipping hitting the last button on the remote to go back and forth between raw and nitro and then getting out of it in like 2002 coming back into it when sting came back into a debut to survivor series and then like a call, maybe a year after that, 2017, I found what I found AAW, and I was just like, "What the hell is this independency?" And I had no clue. You got introduced to that as an early age, and now I think I would prefer an indie show over going to Raw. Obviously, the Raw product now and the Raw product then is very different. Yeah, but yeah. it's interesting how we both would would say that we both would agree to go on an indie show, but like at different stages in our lives, we found it, mm-hmm. which is cool um great i want so you pick and pop so if you no one had if no one had have seen you guys wrestle before and someone went up to you guys and said tell me what pick and pop is about what can i expect from you guys in the ring what would you tell them what is your style like your style your flavor um i would say we're grit and grind we're in the ring we get out the mud is you don't see a lot of fancy stuff from me or my big man over there He's going to slam them people. He's going to alley-oop them. He's going to dunk them. Mm-hmm. He's power. He is length. He's just straight grimy. Same thing with me here. Like, you're not going to see cool moves from me. I'm going to tape my knuckles up, and I'm going to punch someone in the face. I'm going to get him on the ground, try to gouge your eyes out. I'm dirty when it comes to it. This is okay. like, it's not lights and flare. It's like streets. We're getting down there. And in terms for my boy Darius over there, it's we're in the post we're playing post game here and we're not going for the three pointers we're in there to you we're going back to chess we're doing this for real i love it would you agree with that that description darius did you add anything yeah i would agree i would just add um i think for me um obviously we both grind we both have two different lifestyles but at the same time we both had to fight for what we have right so it's that commonality in that space. Um, I think the only thing that I would is like, even though I'm not trying to be flashy with the moves, um, I don't mind showing off. You know, you know, you on the basketball court, you gotta talk a little trash. You dunk sure. on somebody, you gotta get in their face. You know, so I was born doing that. So I'm not gonna go away from that. But at the same time, it's you know, I'm six eight. I don't need to do something super crazy to to uh put you down unless i just feel like showing off so you've okay. seen this man throw another man onto someone else's shoulders pick them up and slam them both yeah. no it's that, true I was feeling good that day <laughs> <laughs> it's man he went viral that day Oof. no i like no i i like the i like the approach you guys take i mean i think a lot of tag teams We'll do, and there's nothing wrong with what I'm about to say because it's really cool, but we'll do like diving suicide dives, right? Or tope suicidas. And it's like, you guys don't need to do that. You'd rather 
catch, get someone in a corner and give them a five knuckle sandwich, a bunch to the ribs. And that's how you take people out. There's no right or wrong way to do it. So I appreciate you guys taking, uh, I guess a, a more so a road less traveled, so to speak. Um, how did you, how did you guys get paired together? Was it something that you just tried? Uh, was it something that someone put you guys together? Did you guys gravitate towards each other? Like how did this pairing come together? Well, I mean, I guess you could say it was meant to be. Okay. Um, I would say that. I, yeah, it's not bad to say. Yeah. I, so I know last year we had the show at the Galley Arena with the basically the rookies versus best the secret stash show. And uh, management came up to us individually and asked us kind of like, who did we want to face? And at the time, like we weren't like thinking about tag teaming, but we were being – um, I guess you could say confident in the choices that we wanted. We, you know, we shooting from the top, shooting to the top. Yeah. And we looking at guys that have been doing things in this business, especially in Chicago for a long time. So, you know, when Isaiah asked Kota who he wanted to face, he said he wanted to ask Jess because of their similar backgrounds and lifestyles. Sure. And when he asked me who did I want to face, and I was like, I want a Marche. Right. You know, similar background, similar um, style in the ring almost. And I thought that would be a good – we both thought that would be good picks to test ourselves against some of the legends in Chicago. Right. And when that happened, they were like, you know what? We can do a tag team. And, you know, we just jailed. The chemistry was there from the beginning. And, you know – like let's try it out see where it goes and here we are we didn't even have a tag name tag name at first it was just us <laughs> <laughs> no I, I can appreciate the the ambitious attitude I, I think that uh yeah you want to prove yourself against the best so I think that makes sense and yet those two names that you dropped they will come up again in this in this interview at, uh, at some point mm -hmm. so it's funny I know you guys had a, a feud with them that ended in some pretty gruesome stuff, a prison yard match, which was just, I mean, anything that could have happened probably happened. Random stuff being used, handcuffs, uh, a lot of shit. Uh, yeah, it was Canada. a lot going on that night. It was a lot going on. A uh, mm -hmm. whole bunch of randomness, but, you know, we definitely got the job done at the end of the day. Damn right. For sure. No, I think that's why you guys are in a position that you are now. Before we get into the main course, talk a little bit more about in the ring. Um, Koda, what is your favorite part of a salad? An actual salad? Um, they don't really have salad in the pin. So <laughs> they didn't serve they didn't serve that. They didn't they didn't get no salads out where I come from. Um the hell is a salad, there? <laughs> you know, it's it's something healthy. You know, I know you're you're used to chow all the time, but yeah, damn you know, right. Chelsea has lettuce, sometimes spinach. You know, you can have some some baby tomatoes up in there. Okay. You know, if you like a little ranch dressing, Caesar's dressing, depending on what type of salad you're going for, there are a lot. You know, Sounds like there is right a there. preference. <laughs> See, you know the thing. The thing is, like he's still young and he has yet to live life. So I'm trying to. You know, we having our fun doing the shenanigans that we're doing, but at the same time, you know, I had to school him and, you know, show him a different side of life. You know? That's my life coach at some points. Like, he has to sit me down 
and tell him about how my future is going to be. It's like he's like an uncle to me at this point. Yeah. yeah. Has counseling yeah, experience. Can you put chicken on a salad? Can you put chicken on a salad? Chicken chicken counts. Chicken counts. I'll put chicken, chicken, put chicken on a salad. Bake okay. chicken, chicken salad. It can't be fried. It doesn't need to be fried. But all right, it's cool. Chicken's good either way. Grilled chicken. Okay. I thought yeah. we were gonna have the first ever chow answer in, in the history of this oh, podcast. But nah, 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 we nah, we nah. landed on grilled chicken as the, the I put grilled chicken. Now, on this it. was a year ago, you know, it might be a different story, but I will say having this man with me, I get a little more fine dining because he has some superstar rep, so Okay. Okay. It's, it sounds like, yeah, it sounds like Darius can show you, can show you the finer things in life if yeah. he, if he yeah, needs yeah, yeah. to. <laughs> Darius, what about you? A favorite part of the salad? Um, breadcrumbs. So as uh, a line. Croutons. Yes. Okay. You Thank you. Thank you. Oh, here we go. I don't know the official count, but you are in the majority of that is a majority answer. And I agree with that. That would be my answer. So. Okay. Yeah, I mean, and it depends on uh, what type of salad again. I like croutons. I do like uh, different, like, I forget the name of them, but like uh, fruit salads, but it's not a fruit salad, just all fruit, but like sp- spinach, strawberries, like apples, uh, different salads like that as well. That's, uh, yeah, some some pecans maybe. That's a fancy mm-hmm. salad. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it says a lot. <laughs> he can he can show off and glam it up like you said you can show off and glam it up when you want to you don't need to but if you i don't even know that. half of the ingredients you just said for that whatever that salad is the hell is a crouton hey man there's some good croutons out there caesar like he's mentioned a caesar salad croutons are key in that darius yeah. mentioned that. i think portillo's has a really good uh chicken caesar salad if you ever if you ever want to switch it, switch it up there um, after, after the shows this weekend, we'll go get you a, a Caesar salad. <laughs> I'm, hey, I'm pumped for you. If I'm you're pumped. paying, yeah, I'm going to pay, you know, because you know, if you're you not do. paying, then I'm not paying. Someone else <laughs> whose wallet gets lost is paying. Oh, well, speaking of wallets getting lost, uh, we can get into the first bullet point I have here in the hot plate is mm-hmm. st- stealing tag team titles. Is this just like so is this a – I know you guys, you guys – I think you guys are confident enough that you can win them yourself, but you've had to, you had to go to this measure, right? It's just, just part of the tactics, or what's the motivation? We here? almost did win them, and then Davey and August's stupid selves had to throw themselves into and distract us, and we lost. If it wasn't for them coming out and stealing the belts, they're thieves, okay? They're thieves, all right? Okay. And weren't they, they stolen? The weren't they stolen before that match? Then didn't you um, have them stealing before that? Um, I we actually went out to that match to return them to the take it home oh, okay. before they lost them to us. I see. So we were actually being the good guys here because we seen the Bang Bros in their match against take it home records, and the Bang Bros were uh they were gonna take the titles away from take it home records. So we were like, you know what, we're gonna be two good guys, you know, two good boys, so we're gonna go ahead. And make right. sure tag towels are taken away from the Bang Bros. We just happened to never see the take a home records again, so we couldn't return them until we had to, you know, we had to fight them. But okay. from my perspective, I think me and Darius are pretty much the good guys in this situation. It's really the Bang Bros who are the thieves, you know. 
You this is my opinion, you know? You were safeguarding I, the titles I, from the actual thieves. I made sure to tell my PO the exact story so there's no <laughs> mix-up on it, okay. and you guys don't miss me for a couple months. Okay. You know, I'm trying to stay out of trouble. Right. Like I just said, this man over here is keeping me out of trouble, so he would never let me do such a thing. See, now, if you, if you put it in context, and like I told him, like, you stick to that story. That's community service, honestly. Community service. <laughs> <laughs> I got 72 hours left to go. I'm, I'm already half there. I told you. I told you. We, I'm getting them right. It's going to be okay. Everything is going to be okay. So he did his community service. Okay. Took his hours and I signed the slip. You know, <laughs> time um, to slip. Okay. It's official. So, no, so, so this was like a learning. You were like a learning moment. Like, hey, these Titles are not ours yet. Let's go give them back to the take at home wreckers, have a match. And then the bank bros ended up stealing them. So that's what you're, you're just trying to prove, teach code a lesson right there. And I just want to say something. Why were they not reported? I had, we had about five phone calls from the police saying like thieves were out and describing us. But when the bank bros took it, mm. no phone calls or anything saying that they stole those bills. So all I'm saying is a little bit of unfairness going on yeah, here. Some bias there. From freelance. I'm going to tell you why. I'll tell y'all why. Can I be honest for a second? Yeah, go for it. Do it. I understand what situation we are in, the situation that Pick and Pop are in. We're not everybody's first choice. You understand? You know, Davey and August, I guess you could say they're like, you know, the first two people from like the Freelance Wrestling Academy. I mean, they started training in, like before I got there, before Coda came there. I get that. So, you know, they're getting everything handed to them. You understand? Yeah. Okay. Because they, I mean, I Listen. guess they were there first. So you want to mm-hmm. kind of like treat your first students right. But okay. there's a difference between, you know, getting stuff handed to you and getting things the, the hard way. You know, like I said before, I mean, Coda. We've been earning things our entire life. You got these two boys, Davey and August. They haven't ever needed to want for nothing. They never needed anything. You know, they've always been taken care of. And the same thing is happening on the wrestling scene as well. And they need to understand that at some point, they're going to have to get out here and fend for themselves. And Mm so the only thing that me and Coda are doing is bringing that reality to them. You know, it's going to be high-pressure situations. There's going to be see. things that they're going to need to do on their own. Okay. Freelance won't be able to save them every time. And at some point, they need to grow up. That's really all it is. I mean, I know I'm the oldest person in this situation. Coda, he's still young, but he had to grow up fast. Right. Baby, August, they still living that kid life. And at some point, that's going to have to have to stop. I'm actually trying to help them as a mentor. Yeah. You know, he's trying to help me, too. Coda. We're trying to help each other. I'm trying to help them out. But they need a little bit more tough love. So, Exactly. To follow up on what my man's saying right here, right? The Bang Bros were the first freelance academy tag team, and they thought they were going to be able to just walk their way to whatever they wanted in the freelance. They thought shit was sweet. Mm -hmm. And then what happens? Me and this man roll up, and they're scared for their life. They're like two private school kids going to public school. Oh shit! You know what I'm saying there? Oh, they don't. They don't know what any of this is like. So now they see us and they're scared. So they do. They go tell the principal. They go tell all the other kids who want to be friends with the rich kids, and they go start talking behind the back. But guess what? 
you don't have to talk behind someone's back or even Dorian, I mean, Darius come from, you get a straight jaw shot. You get checked real quick, mm-hmm. all right? This isn't like no fun and games. This isn't high school anymore. This is the streets. You don't come up on the block and think you just own it. Because then us two come in here, we take over everything and take everything from you. And that's what them two need to understand. Man, I couldn't even say it better myself. Damn. Mm-mm. I did not expect this is a vicious answer. It sounds like you guys are trying to give a bang bros the, in your opinion, the reality check they deserve. I, I thought this is a very, uh, a very well answered question. Uh, I haven't I seen mean, they need it. They need, they need it. it. I mean, they talented. Don't get me wrong. They're super talented, mm-hmm. but talent can only take you so far. If you're not mentally tough, if you don't have a heart, especially in this wrestling business, you're not going to make it. So we're just trying to give them those life lessons now. Some things that you can learn in the ring, learn how to roll, you learn how to bump, you can learn how to do cool moves. But if you're really going to have a heart for this, you got to be able to take the hard lessons with the good ones too. I see. Speaking of life this lessons, is, oh, go ahead. This dude Davey drinks energy drinks like a four-year-old. <laughs> like, be a man. Drink like a 40 or something. You're over here drinking like bang every day. Like, come on, bro. Grow up. What do you what do you brown bag in? What do you brown bag in in the forty? I want to know. Is it a, uh, a Colt forty five? Uh, uh, what is the other one? Something steel steel reserve. I'm a, <laughs> no, I'm a I'm a I'm a good image for kids. I don't do that stuff. Okay. I don't drink like Davy Bang to show addiction to energy drink. Kids okay, don't drink. This PO might be listening. You asking him if he drinks? Shit. Yeah. Right, dude. He's with the feds. He has to snitch, be with the feds. He's connected, dog. He's a snitch. I'm telling you. He thought he <laughs> had me. He snitches. thought he had me. Uh huh. Darius warmed me up to those questions. He knows. He taught me how to answer those correctly. I feel like you guys get a rant about. I, I, this is. I feel like this is leading something. You guys probably rant about him for another 15 minutes. Darius mentioned life lessons. I want to know who who's taught you. Not physically, but who's taught you some lessons in the ring about wrestling? Uh, I know you guys did get some training, or was there anyone in, in a certain match that you've had so far that's t- you came away from that match and you, you learned something about the wrestling business? And that, it could be move-wise or it just could be related to anything. Who's been like a mentor for you? Darius, you want to go first? You want me to go first? You can go first. Okay. I would say wrestling jazz and realizing that some of these people are built just like me in this wrestling business because jazz will stab you in the stomach if he had to to win a match and coming out of that match and realizing that i'm maybe not the level that these ogs are at taught me that i need to step my game up and that's what jazz taught me because getting in the ring with him, he was as dirty as I was. He didn't play. He played. He was able to play to the crowd, do his thing, and I couldn't figure him out. Mm-hmm. So it's just learning from fighting with that type of dude who's just like you to make you realize that you got to keep going no matter what because you're going to run into one of these, like I said, one of these OGs who know how to fight just as dirty as you but have more tricks up their sleeve. Okay. It was, uh, does that translate? Darius from you to Marche, or is there or is someone else who taught you like a lesson where you're like, oh shit, I didn't see that coming? Yeah, I mean, Marche, of course, uh, I feel like we've been blessed to have a lot of people come in and, you know, I know I'm a star, right? 
Mm-hmm. Uh, I know Code is a star. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think for me is making sure that I'm able to translate that differently from the stuff that I've done in my basketball career to wrestling, you know, because basketball is such a fast paced game. You don't have that much time to gloat. You know, you score, you got to get back on defense. You talk your stuff and then you go on. Right. But wrestling, you know, I feel like I've had people like Ethan Page who have done seminars. Josh Alexander has come in and did seminars. Uh, and they just said, you know, there's moments. There's moments in the match that you need to be able to let things breathe so you can get the reaction that you want from the crowd or give time for that reaction to happen. Okay. You know, and I've been applauded for doing a lot of crazy, not crazy stuff, but just being who I am and the way my presence carries itself in the ring that I need to focus on letting those moments breathe and getting those reactions and letting them sit in because it okay. just adds, it adds, it, I mean, it adds to the match. Yeah. Um, I think someone who does that really well, we're on, we're on kind of even ground with this person now. We, a lot of our other podcasts hate has been focused towards Project Monix. I don't know if you guys have an opinion of him. Oh, but, our boy, our okay. boy. Well, that's our we, boy right there. <laughs> we don't have Ooh. common ground in that area. No, uh, man. Dang, you dang. see what's at Emporium? You see what's at Emporium? <laughs> I, I, oh, yeah, you guys teamed together. I was there for that. Yes, I was, I was there yeah. for that. Yeah. That's so, 72 and 10 right there. So you do have a it doesn't did you wait so Monix gets pinned a lot right didn't he get pinned that match a lot a lot he got pinned just that match what are you talking about I mean, a lot don't diss him like lucky, that you know don't diss him like that right here's the thing you gotta understand like he said okay. 72 and 10 the Bulls did lose 10 times that year sure and it, but they still won a championship greatest team ever you know, and I don't understand all this hate from Project Money. I don't understand it. I mean, yeah. you're from Chicago, right? Yes. Well, originally West Suburbs, but I've lived in Chicago. You set yourself up. I got to be honest. I don't want to be one of those. I don't want to be one of those people you meet in a different state that says they're from Chicago. I got to be honest about it. Exactly yeah. where I'm from. Yeah, exactly. good thing you I would I would have been mad if you said Chicago, we figured out you weren't. That would have made it worse. Yeah, then we had to jump you. I'm up front. You can't just wreck the city. I mean, we're learning a lot city about you, Greg. Like first, you're a snitch. <laughs> yeah, dude, snitch. You might be a liar. Why am I is mm-hmm. why am I what have I done the snitch? Well, I haven't talked to any you. other person yet. For I all mean, we know, talks. Chris could be Chris could be tapping into this conversation <laughs> right now, saying it right to the feds. Yeah. That's all I'm saying. Our like, shit does get know. hacked sometimes, so that's. I mean, possible. you're recording. You're recording this right now, so yeah. everything is on evidence with so. your consent. With your consent, yeah, of course. Cool. You're we're, asking we're these weird move. questions too. You're asking these <laughs> weird questions. Move. Move you See, this is where I need my backup. Salad. This is where I need my backup right now. Like yeah. you actually with that favorite part of a salad, knowing I've never ate one before. So, like, now I'm offended because now it's like that question was made. Well, to... There's got to be something wrong with the prison system then if they're not getting the, the, the nutrition in. Like, what the fuck? Who, who did I vote into? Who did we vote in that's not, like, battling for proper nutrition in the prison system? Like, that's fucked up. I mean, that's a whole nother 
story. That's right a little discussion. <laughs> discussion. Listen, listen. I'm deflecting. I'm deflecting. Listen, you now, now you're just trying on equal equal grounds with me, but I know you're fake. I know it's fake. I know you're like texting my pro officer like you're scared right now. So I'm just gonna, I'm gonna ease up. I'm gonna ease up a little bit. I'm gonna ease up a little bit. But yeah. So back to what I was where, saying. Though. Yeah, where were we? You're a Bulls fan. You remembered the first time Michael Jordan retired, right? Yes. But when he came back, you were happy, weren't you? Yeah. Were you not? The yeah, game of basketball was better when Michael Jordan came back. You should be just as happy, if not even more happy, that Project Money's decided not to retire. Because that means the business of wrestling is only going to be better with Project Money's in it. Sure. But Three he facts. went about facts it. Only. He went about it in the worst way. I mean, you could just do it in a very different way. Like, what do you do? What do you do? He retired and then he unretired 20 minutes right. later. It's all good. What about Andy Long? He beat up Andy Long. He beat up Matt Nix. You he, he came on this podcast. <laughs> he came if on this podcast. It's like, would. I'm retiring a whole hour plus of my life. That, that podcast doesn't hold up anymore. We talk about Permonix's retirement. You go back what did Tom to Brady just do? What did Tom Brady do? <laughs> what did he do? He did do? a Project Monix. He did a Project hey, Monix. Hey, he's a millionaire. He's a millionaire. And we're not. Maybe we should all retire and then come back. If Tom Maybe Brady would have would have went on this podcast, I would be have I would have the same energy towards Tom mm-hmm. Brady. Said, hey, I'm retired. And then he wasn't. I would have the same energy. Hey, he's a winner. When, when See, he's a winner. Match like that, you can do what you want. Project yeah, right. can do what you want. So what I was going to say before we got on the project, thank you for your input there, was I was going to say a person we're kind of on even ground with now is a guy like GPA. GPA is a guy who will sit in the ring and makes, like to Darius's point, he uh, potentially need to wait to have the crowd react. GPA is one who does that pretty well. He's one you could potentially learn from i mean he he knows how to, he knows tactics right i don't know if you guys have talked to him at all he is i don't know if he has any shanks on him so you guys might you guys might be a little bit more to that extreme but gpa gpa shame. will do whatever he'll do whatever to win so and he's What's one who shame? lets the crowd react yeah i mean i've, I've talked to uh gpa a couple of times i mean you know we're both scholars you know true so. true Sometimes you got to be able to just meet people that have common ground with you, like you said. And we've, we've talked about a few things, actually. And he's, you know, critiqued and given advice. Okay. You know. Yeah, maybe he can teach me how to read. <laughs> you know, I actually was thinking about that. Um, I was supposed to I was supposed to text him about that. Don't, don't worry about it. We'll, he has we'll tutoring? Do you have tutoring classes? Hmm? He has tutoring classes or what? We'll figure it out. Don't worry about it. I, got I can you. I can send this clip to him if you want. If you want me hey. to send. This hey, clip. listen. If he can if... teach me how to read, he's gonna save Darius a lot of time. That's all I'm gonna say. Okay. Cool. Uh, Darius, uh, James mentioned that he thinks that uh, you even got a, a like a comedy side, a comedic side that you can maybe pull out or turn up a notch during matches. Do you do you feel that same way? Do you feel like you have that maybe comedic timing that you're working on during a match? Um, I mean, I feel like that's a little bit more tougher for me to really answer. Okay. Because, I mean, do I think I can be funny? Yes. Uh, is it something I always plan to do? I don't think so. But 
I think it's just about those times when you just feeling it in the moment. And mm-hmm. if I feel like it's time to be funny, I'll definitely be funny. Okay. Uh, and I mean, I I don't use the term give the people what they want because at the end of the day, we just trying to get what we want. But right. in the sense of, I can make you laugh. You know. It's possible. It's possible. Yeah. I, I know I can. Just okay. Without it. But there's not always just a set plan to just go out there and do funny. Right. Um, Coda, Coda, we we talked about Darius's uh, unique promo. Do you have anything cooking up that shows a a side like a side of just who Coda is the, uh, is the character or something that like is a is a reflection of yourself that you might be posting out there in the, in the future? Character's just me, man. Character's just me. About four years ago, when I was like fifteen or something like that, you know, mm-hmm. when I was like a teenager it's just me man that person's not gone at all he's right. still in there you know he is a little bit more calmed down now as Darius tries to do often you know it's still there it's like nothing really fake about it like wherever I am if I got something to say I'll put it on the camera and say it rather be in the alley where it be on the bus in my car in Davy Bang's car um wherever I'm at if I got something to say to someone I'll say it it ain't a problem for me man Ain't okay. nothing big deal. Ain't nothing scared. Ain't nothing written. It's me just coming straight from the heart. You know what I'm saying? I feel it. When I feel it, I'll say it. Okay. Um, individual goals and, like, team goals in freelance. Obviously, I'm assuming there's championship goal on the mind. Is, there any, is, it, is it just you guys want to be the best and beat everyone? Is it the top? What, how can you guys describe me? How, what are these goals you're going to accomplish? Freelance, independent scene, et cetera. What do you got in mind? I mean, I guess freelance, freelance tag tile is definitely one of our goals. I mean, we already have them, we just don't have them officially. I mean, I'm not one for rules. So, sure. It is what it is. I mean, if we have them, we have them. Like, no one's tried to take them from us, technically. I mean, Bang Bros did what they did, but no one could really physically try and take anything off of us, you know. Um, yeah, of course, I don't think you put a team together like this and not try to reach for tag team titles in freelance or any other company. Um, uh, but I do know, like, obviously we did start off as singles competitors as well. So, you know, we all have our different goals. Yeah. Trying to take this as far as we can. Um, And whatever that looks like, I guess we'll just see. Yeah. No, that's a perfectly good answer. I should have prefaced this with, like, we've asked this question to Kylie Ray years ago. Mm -hmm. And her answer was to, I've already accomplished, I just want to have a match. She had her first match and that was, anything else is a bonus. So the answer to this question could be, uh, you don't, you don't have uh, goals could be whatever the the heck you want to be. Answer to this question could be just to see what happens and keep doing our thing. That could be a perfectly fine and acceptable answer. So it sounds like it's a little bit of that, but also dominate along the way, keep those yeah. belts, etc. Um, yeah. So, I mean, don't get me wrong. I think there's validation 
in companies putting belts on people. Mm-hmm. Uh, it just shows that they trust you with different things. They trust your vision with your character or how the crowd reacts, uh, what they feel storylines can go to. Uh, so I do believe that winning titles is is a goal of almost anyone just because you work hard in your character and yeah. in merch and doing promos and getting gear and you know making all all the the roles and all the mouths that you do so um I'll never sit and say that I would don't want to win like tag titles or singles titles um but I am definitely having fun I never thought I would be doing something like this sure yeah who would you guys say uh do you guys have rivals right now or is it just anyone that gets in like are you you said the, did the Bang Bros or the Taken Home Wreckers are your rivals, or is just a, really it's just kind of anyone that gets in your way at this point? I don't think we have rivals. I just think people think that we're their rivals. Because I could care less about David August or Taken Home Wreckers. Yeah. Because if they had the problem, they would come step to us. Mm-hmm. But we're the ones doing the stepping. You're the aggressors. They haven't done nothing to it. Like they haven't done anything back. I took the speed, took these titles from them. Right, we beat them up in the parking lot, and what do they do? They use their Twitter fingers. Mm-hmm. I don't need a Twitter finger. I got a trigger finger, if you know what I mean. Oh, oh now, don't forget where. Were we you got. gonna add to that, Darius? I was just gonna tell Coda, like you got to remember, you know, as my my mentoring brain is going off. It's not. Oh, 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 sorry. I remember, meant... it's not. I could care less. It's I couldn't care less. You know, oh, make sure we're sorry. using proper terms right. when we're going into those interviews, okay? So I couldn't care less. Yeah, you we know, gotta get in that GPA seminar real quick to get that. Uh, <laughs> it's gonna be okay. tutoring, you, man. You, you didn't know. You didn't know. So I told you, you gotta you text them. You gotta text them. We gotta get this up ASAP, man. Okay. Oh, yeah, okay. I don't. There's no rivals. I mean, we just having fun. Uh, like I told you. We just teaching the Bang Bros a lesson because we, I mean, technically I do see great things for them, but they have a lot that they need to learn about life. So until we're finished or I feel, or we feel that we're finished uh, teaching them the things that they need to know, then this is just going to be one of those things. The Take It Home records, they are just victims. They're casualties of war. You know, we were going to steal those. We're going to take those titles from whoever we're holding them at the time. Um, so, but if they want uh, the smoke, as people say, then, you know, where to find us again. Like, I mean, they won the last match, but we still got the belt. They haven't tried to roll up on us, you know. None of these guys are trying to come to the hood. Uh-huh. You know, because if they really, I mean, if they really wanted the belts back that bad, you know, it's not hard to find us, you know. It's not hard to find us at all, right? But you know, like I say, there's a lot of talk on Twitter, but no one pulled up yet. Okay, within the within the city limits proper, not the suburbs. So you won't find you out in the burbs. No, no, no. we don't do that. <laughs> no, uh, no. Well, actually, you'll catch me in the burbs for some extracurricular activity. Sure. Is that how you say it? Here? Yeah. Sometimes, you know, there's there's good-looking cars out there that sometimes you just want to get a better look at, you know? 
Yeah, they got like racetracks and like go karts and stuff that out in uh, I forget what the suburb is, but that's what he's talking about. You know, different things like that, extracurricular activities. I also like to see how home, how people's home security systems work, how good they are. You know, right? Yeah, I'm helping him get his credit together to buy a house, so uh, we go out to the suburb. <laughs> There's less of those little. There's less of those little blue uh, ADT security signs in the suburbs, right on the front lawn. No, there's more like, of them. There's more. Oh, there's more. I mean, of them? they have them. Yeah, they yeah. have them in the city. I got one on my house, so you know he he's tested out my my security system. Mm-hmm. Uh, That's how we met. That's how we met. Actually, I accidentally tested out the security system. Yeah. <laughs> you know, and he, you were thankful for that. He's like, "Oh, this works. The security system works. It's great. It, it, thanks for testing it." Some people aren't as thankful as he was, you know, but, you know, it is what it is. It is what it is. All right. Well, that's the main course. Um, the favorite favorite main course food, Darius, do you have something that you usually go to? My favorite main course food um, is, is a tie between either steak or seafood. Lavish. Any, any specific seafood or just like? Uh, just a kind of um, array. Catfish, crab legs, shrimp, lobster. Uh, you know, I can afford it. So, a little surf and turf. Yeah, definitely. Coda, I, I mean, I, sorry, I, I feel like food's a sensitive subject now. I don't know if I want to. Yeah, yeah, it's not a salad. It's not a salad. It's, <laughs> it's not a salad. So it's, not, like, it's not a salad. Uh, what would be your answer then? Uh, hood food. Okay. Some good that, old hood food. That would include? Man, tacos. Okay. Ooh, some kind of salad tacos. Okay, but, yeah. Or yeah. some hot Cheetos with some cheese on it. That's, there you go. Hot Flamin's. Right? Yeah, with some lime. Ooh. That's good. I, I didn't know about the, the, the lime. That's a wrinkle. That's a wrinkle, yeah. When I was, gro- when I was growing up, people didn't use the lime. You throw that lime on there, Whew. but that's a that's been a thing since the night. I remember kids bringing that to lunch. Yeah, so that's always mm-hmm. that's been a thing. Like for that's that's timeless. It seems. Yeah. No. Listen, if it, if we're ranking snacks here, if we're ranking some good old snacks. Honey buns number one, two got some ho hos, and then three, flaming hot with some cheese on it with some lime. Okay, I'll agree with the ho hos. Okay. You in a honey bun sporter? Not really. I mean, that's your I thing. Thought I, knew. That's I your thought thing. I knew you. I think you know a guy. You think you know a guy. I support you in, in, in your endeavors. Uh, you and your host. You and your host. That's what yeah. you support. Listen, if you ever bring me a glazed honey bun, you might get like a shake or two. I mean, I mean, uh, uh, a handshake or two. Yeah. <laughs> Clean it up. <laughs> all right into the dessert uh so what do you what wrestling are you guys watching right now in your spare time i know i think coda's got something on what are you, what are you watching coda uh right now it's i just turned on nxt uh revolution looks like kevin owens versus uh cj parker juice robinson yeah where that's yeah, uh and people for people who haven't seen that match there's a nose break have you seen that match yeah, dude. Okay. First I didn't match, want to spoil it. Palm strike. Yes. Palm strike right in the beginning. 
that's the thing you remember from that match for sure is the the mm. palm strike there is that what you so you so in your free time throughout the week is that what you're why you watching just older stuff anything from the network or what, what do you do um, so i mean i record all the shows i literally everything i record raw smackdown dynamite rampage nxt Damn. uh impact and I, I try to watch it all. I like it all. You know, I didn't really, like, when I started back watching wrestling in 2012, all I really knew was WWE. But, I mean, I did, like, grow up in the Monday Night Wars and everything, too. But NXT kind of put me in the, the man frame of getting to, to learn the indies, right? right. Uh, but, I, but I know everybody has their different flavors. But all the newer companies... I believe made me appreciate WWE more just because now there's so many different styles. Uh, so I try to watch everything, but I do have a habit of watching all the WrestleManias closer to mania season. Okay. Uh, just to get me in, in that, in that mood. So uh, starting to get back into watching some old WrestleMania. Cool. Matches. Yeah. No matter what, if Eddie Kingston's on, I'm watching it. Yeah, I'm watching Eddie Kingston anytime he's on. Amazing, yeah. I uh, Eddie was an acquired taste for me. I think it. I think when like I think I saw Eddie Kingston in the ring before I saw Eddie Kingston's promos, and I just didn't get it yet. And then like if I were to introduce someone to Eddie Kingston, I would say like watch his promos first, and then watch his in ring, and then mm-hmm. you see the translation there. And I think you got a real. I, I think for me. Once I got in the indies, I, w- I wasn't too into the brawling style f- at first. And then I feel like you you learn to appreciate it. When you have a card full of different stuff, you learn to appreciate, okay, this is a guy who brawls um, and like that sort of style. So I think it, 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 I, gonna, I, I hate to admit it because the man is a national treasure. But like the first couple of mm-hmm. times I saw Eddie Kingston, I didn't get it. And I think it's just because like he's – I think it's because like I, we're seeing – I don't know what stage of this career you want to call it, but he's been in the game for so long. So we're seeing yeah. maybe like the back quarter of his career. And I obviously I feel like I, he's in his he's like he's in his prime. Okay, so yeah, yeah, I mean that's a good that's a good art uh discussion to have then. So because he's been in the game for so long. So mm-hmm. like I didn't see any of his stuff. My first impression of him was like an AEW match, but he had done so many things before that. Yeah, I mean I, I remember seeing him when I was younger at AEW. Mm-hmm. Um him and like homicide, like him and homicide are like top tier to me. Those are two guys. I, I feel like those guys realist. really tra- like your character really, really is a. You guys are very similar in that, like the character they portray, the character you portray. Like I feel like and Santana and Ortiz and Santana yeah. Ortiz, the other PNP. They mm-hmm. showed me what it's like to be just who you are, and not fake it to make it. You know what I'm saying? But yeah. they, Eddie Kingston, is one of the statements said he has been who he has been. For all the years he's been to wrestling, hasn't changed. And he still to this day is still the same guy. Yeah. No, that's awesome. Anything he the man could the the man could say, uh, I want a piece of cake, and it just goes viral. Like he could mm-hmm. like he's at that point. He's at the point where he's almost like this immortalized person still doing it. Um, he will forever be immortalized. That he had that like it was almost like a self-written article that came out. It was a while, it was a while back, but it was like Yeah, yeah. I don't, uh, I forgot who wrote it, but I don't. Sports Illustrated, I think, wrote it. Or uh, Players Tribune, I think. Okay. I, I have, my attention span sucks. 
Um, and I'm on Twitter. I think it's probably because I'm on Twitter all the time, but I could not take my eyes off this article. Like I was glued to it and, and I just don't read ever read anything that long. So it's like the man, the man has completely stolen my heart, but it took time, I think for it to happen. Hey man, he, he, like he speaks like from his truth, everything he says, Mm -hmm. he fully believes is true. And once you get other people to realize you're telling the truth, that's how you hook them, man. That's how he does it. Because everything, anything you read from or hear from him, you know 100% in his heart, he believes that. Yeah. Darius, was there anyone uh, that would resonate on the level of Eddie, uh, that Eddie does to Coda? Is there any, any wrestler, either present or like growing up, that has resonated on that level? Who is like some of your favorites? Yeah. So, I mean, I. I mean, I, I I love the the larger than life uh, stars. So mm-hmm. obviously, The Rock is always going to be the first person that comes to mind because I just feel like as a kid, like I'm, I I guess you could say like I'm a learned extrovert just because of you know survival. I guess like okay. being being in, being in the type of situations I've been in, you got to kind of learn how to. To, to boast on yourself a little bit too, just because people will take that as a sign of weakness. So just seeing like The Rock grow up, seeing HBK, um, Stone Cold, and I know those are like cliche names, um, but I guess people, somebody who a lot of people might not say, like I, I love watching like D-Lo Brown, mm-hmm. love Buff Bagwell when he was in uh, WCW. Um, yeah. Buff Bagwell. Buff, huh? Yeah. Well, I was <laughs> ECW. I was like terrified of Rhino and Taz. Uh, it's a mean like team, right growing up. Yeah. And then obviously, I mean, and rest in peace to him, of course. But you know, Razor Ramon was the yeah. guy. Uh, and then once man. you know, you get old and you you grow to be that height, you know. You appreciate me being a bigger man. Like yeah. you appreciate appreciate that even more. Because when I was younger, I I didn't. I won't say I didn't understand it because I was just watching as a fan. But as I got older and I got taller, and I was like, oh, well, I'm six eight. So any big man, you know, and he was one of those guys. Like he's my height, but he can move as well. Right. So him, Tess, those type of guys. Tess, I love Tess. it. R.I.P. Yeah. R.I.P. to him and Razor um uh that's great um uh other than so in the dessert um those are all really awesome answers and obviously the stuff that razor has happened has been just crazy um the uh every year we do uh something called a buffet bracket which is we believe wrestling is buffet that's why you're in the buffet line that's kind of our shtick um this year is finishing moves it's probably going to come out tomorrow. So I'll send you guys the link to vote. Um, but the lowdown is on the finishing move. So that's D'Lo Brown's top rope finisher. It's like a, it's like a frog, frog splash. Frog, it's like a frog splash, but he goes. It's like, not the frog splash. It's, it's just a frog splash. It's not the, it's not the frog splash. Oh my God. Uh, I, 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 I have some very bad news for you, Coda. There was a playing game and I don't think, uh-huh. I think, uh, I have to go look go and look back, but I, I think the I, I don't think the frog splash is in the is in the bracket. So what you're saying is 
80 Guerrero. You put 80 Guerrero so, in a play time out. Turn, time out. Time out. Game? This is this is what you have to understand. You have to separate the move from the wrestler. This is a finishing move. This is a finishing move. Okay. Okay. So you're telling me you're gonna just say, oh, it's a stunner, but we're gonna take away Stone Cold. It's not just no. You can't you can't separate the person who made the move famous from the move. I think I think we're so, I, I think the bias is always the there. The bias is always there, but we're going to ask to maybe separate the to try to try to separate that and just vote for your favorite finishing move. Wow, you had the go in a playing tournament. That's awesome. That's great. well, it's not a big bracket. It's not as big so, as like March Madness. It's so just like a smaller bracket. You, you work with the feds. You're <laughs> Wait, where where did working with the you're, feds you're, get established? You're you're, you're hating. You hate. You're making any girl in the playing tournament. There's what kind of interview do you have me doing here, man? Like, what is this? Like, well, this is gonna be straight sent to my PO right when we right when he hit and we're, record. We're wrapping up in the dessert. All we have is so so what are what are the things you guys are interested? Darius, your basketball career? That's pretty cool. Can you touch on can you touch on that briefly? I did not know about don't get that. him started. Don't get him started. <laughs> yeah, so I mean, for the people who who do know, like I play at University of Illinois, Chicago. Um, okay. Obviously, Division One. Um, played at Marshall High School, won a state championship there. Uh, I was able to spend some time in Belgium, London, and Amsterdam playing uh, basketball. Um, but I kind of wanted to get into my career, I guess you can say. So I did eventually come home. Um, every time, you know, pull back the curtain a little bit or talk about the shoot life. I am an educator. Uh, that's why I'm trying to help Cody get his life together. So right. I wanted to get into that. I mean, I love playing basketball, but overseas is a different life. Um, um, oh, always, yeah. I was going to ask that next about what it was like to live over there. Yeah. It's probably pretty I'll, crazy. So what I always tell like younger basketball players is like, especially coming from Chicago. In Chicago, you can find a community for any culture, Right. Yes. Any, any that's my favorite part of the city, I think, is the melting yeah. pot aspect of it. And that's pretty much the United States as well, depending on like what cities you have. So you have like a lot of foreign guys come and play in the NBA. They depending on what cities they go into, they can find a community for themselves. Uh, every country that you go to overseas is not like that. So you have to really be dedicated to that life. Um to, to want to be over there because you could be the only person from America on your team. You could be the only person from that can speak English. Uh, a lot of those guys, they're there, so they're going home with their wives and their kids and different things like that. And even though I had fun, I still knew that there was more that I could be doing. Um, so that's why I just decided to, like, just come home and just start sure. focusing on other things. Uh, I did play semi-professionally here with a team in Chicago uh, in the ABA and I mean, I had chances to go back overseas. I think the the one place that I do regret not taking a contract to uh, is Brazil, because that's that's like my dr- dream country that I've always wanted to travel to. So it was super tempting, but you know, it's one thing to visit someplace for two weeks versus eight or nine months. So yeah, I'll get there eventually. That would have been surreal for sure. Uh, that's really cool. I did not know all of that. Uh, learned about you. Uh, Coda, and any, anything else besides testing security systems, examining cars, 
Uh, is there anything else you do in your, your free spare time? Oh, uh, I love like the art of rap music. Okay. Like I love like rap music, like passion, just to not even just like the actual listen to music, the actual way people write it, the actual stories behind the music they make, the beat production, everything. Like I go in depth, like with some of her artists, I watch documentaries on people and try to figure out like why they made the song listen to me behind the song, the producer who made it, how famous that producer is, who that producer has worked with. So rap music to me is like important. Probably my favorite genre. My favorite genre of music, obviously. That's um, awesome. Um, August Matthews, I guess, has a rap playlist. Have you, have yeah, you listened to it? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Bad, a, good. Yeah. Um, it's good for suburban kids, you know? <laughs> it's good for I mean, suburban kids, yeah. I guess. I think it's what suburban just... kids think. It's just where kids think me and my big man over here listen to on the daily. So they think okay. make some hood. He probably not... just Googled uh, songs people from the hood listen to. <laughs> Definitely Googled that. He's like, who's top popping artist in the hood? And he used the word popping for sure because he for, thought yeah. that's slang we use. Do you think he put an a G at the end of it? I-N-G, popping? Oh, for it... sure. He, he, put, he spelled it correctly. He made sure to like yeah. every... Of correct. course, he, he probably have a heart attack over uh, improper grammar. You know. Let me tell you this. Here's a secret no one knows. August Matthews has a playlist strictly for just Justin Bieber. Breaking news. Justin Bieber Justin playlist. Bieber. Just yeah, I'm putting it out there now. He's wow. exposed. So wow. I mean, I, he's faking it. He's faking it. Wow. There are there are some Justin songs that like I don't think I could listen to a whole playlist. So that's just me. Who is who? Who are your who is your summer favorite rap artist? Right now, uh, all time. Oh, all time. Uh, Nas, Biggie, Tupac. I gotta put the whole Wu Tang Clan in there. Okay, so you're more you're more yeah, you're more the I guess. I mean, I don't know how. Oh God, when did Tupac die? I don't even know, but like that was a little bit. Not or like born. leading into the nineties, right? Leading into the nineties, yeah. kind of. That's mid nineties for sure. Okay. I mean, Eminem's in there, J. Cole's in there, Kendrick Lamar's in there. What did you think of the halftime show? Super Bowl halftime show. Oh, I loved it. I thought it was great. I thought when 50 came out, I, I popped so hard. <laughs> I love 50 Cent. I thought his face he was lit. turning red because he was upside down. Oh, yeah, he was struggling to have <laughs> upside struggling. down for sure. He was struggling. <laughs> but hey, he had the biggest pop of the night. It was a surprise. It was a pleasant surprise. That's so iconic that that uh, that that um, the song and the video with the cover, and then like oh. I, like that's so like hanging upside down is like such an iconic thing for him. So, I think that whole group was just like they're all connected through Dre, which makes it like so interesting. They all of them are connected through one person. Okay, but seeing them all together at the halftime show was like I don't think like in ten, 10 years ago you would think that was going to be the halftime show for the Super Bowl. No, definitely not. No, uh, I I loved it. I thought it was a little short. I would I would have honestly liked another like one That's song. Like said. everyone could have done one more song. You just go around again. Honestly, uh, they should have man. Like they should have played Many Men by Fifty Cent. That would have got me up on my seat. I, That's a song that I don't think a lot of people know. I love that song. That song. So that was okay. Secret. That was my first song. I came out to Underground. Okay. That song speaks to me. Yeah, I think that's a it's I wouldn't say it's a hidden gem, but it's just like it's it 
I don't think that like made the radio airwaves, or maybe it did, but I don't hmm. remember it like being overplayed a lot. Like I think yeah. that's like a not not as big with all the because he. I mean, that was on the same album as Wangster in, in the club. So yeah, Wangster yeah, played a lot. Yeah, was on that album too. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, that was probably like the the bigger singles. I feel like it yeah. had to be like one more on there. That was as far as radio play. Sure, that definitely many man because he was talking some stuff in that. That's <laughs> an underground hit. That's an underground hit. It's not. A, it's not for the radio. It's not for the radio. Exactly. Yeah. That's great. Uh, it's made for love- August Matthews to listen to. The, <laughs> the other song that's not made for August Matthews to listen to. All right. Uh, are we, Darius, ready for word association before we wrap up? Yeah, I'm ready. We're going to do you, you and then we're going to do Coda. So I'm going to say, there's 10 of them. I'm going to say a word. You give me a one word answer. And I'm going to go, we're just going to go rapid fire. Okay. Okay. All right. Ready? All right. Your first word is pro wrestling art i like it michael jordan go two for two luke cage inspirational i like it i like it freelance wrestling home that's a good one too andy long juice <laughs> <laughs> Uh, the Bang Bros. Kids. What'd you say? Sorry. Kids, children. Kids, kids, children. I get it. Uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> Marche Rocket. I was supposed to be rapid fire, right? Um, <laughs> goal setting. What a goal! Oh, okay. That's yeah. I get. It, I get it. <laughs> the disappointment. The disappointment. <laughs> no, you're doing good. It's hard. It's hard. Uh, NBA. Love it. We'll LeBron. put a hy- we'll put a hyphen in there. Put a hyphen. Le- LeBron. LeBron. Okay. Uh, the Freelance Academy. The future. And their last one is Trevor Outlaw. Squelch. <laughs> Squelch. He knows. Okay. You gotta stop using big words, man. You gotta stop using big words. I don't, I don't know. know the. I just thought it was a funny word. I don't know the inside joke, but I just thought it was a that's, funny that's, word. That, that, that's for the, the boys. He knows. Spell it. Spell it. <laughs> spell it right now. Huh? Spell Squelch right now. Whatever you just Squelch. said, spell it. Yeah, S-U-U-E-L-C-H. I don't even know if that's right. That's it's just a word. It's just a word. As, as Trevor will say, it could be anything or nothing at all. Yeah, I mean, I thought I thought you had some really good answers in there. Uh, so great, great job, man. Uh, Coda, you're up. Ready? I don't know that many words. I'll try. Okay. <laughs> Your first one is Freelance Academy. Education. Okay. Acid Jazz. Legend. Uh, the Freelance Tag Team Championship. Stolen. <laughs> Kobe Bryant. Mamba. That's a good one. Andy Long. Horror. 
like horror movies <laughs> like horror horror yeah. Yeah, it's not, yeah. not that he's a horror no maybe he's a horror for applebee's but uh we'll keep that to a separate conversation um pro wrestling family the bang bros ops 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 okay see see west suburbs don't know what that means oh the opposition yes no 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 no, just ops not not another suburban boy on (laughs) yeah it's too he's gonna he's gonna go around be like that's an op that's an op (laughs) uh freelance underground hood (laughs) chicago bulls hometown trevor outlaw squad squad are you you no 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 No. say i'll put i'll say gang gang just one gang gang. he's part of the game he's part of the game you guys didn't use the word derelict for him no i don't know what that means all right, this has been a fun conversation. I feel like I've gotten to know you guys. Now we have uh, some rapport as well. I know I, I've said hi to you at shows before, but I feel like we're we're on a new level. Uh, thanks for teaching the suburb kid. Uh, not for the past six years, but growing up. The technical. We gotta take you out around the hood. We gotta take you around the block. I mean, yeah, we'll set up something up. We'll take you around the block. That's, I, I want to eat. I want to eat tacos. I don't give a fuck where they're coming from. So like, I'll I'll go eat tacos for sure. So I, I'm in on that um it's probably a bit a couple of things i could learn from the counselor man over there but uh appreciate you guys coming on didn't have my backup with me today but i feel like i got through it um but yeah before we go uh best of luck with everything but is there anywhere that people can find you or, or search you out or uh, you have the floor now i'll start with darius before we go yes yes you can you can find me on instagram and twitter at one man dynasty underscore uh, some hater didn't want to drop the the under the the, the original one man dynasty name, so I had to put the underscore on in there. Okay. But I have more followers. I'm the star, uh, so you guys can find me on there. All right, Coda. Uh, I think my Twitter is Prince One Hundred Coda. <laughs> I think that's what it is. My Instagram is Coda underscore Hernandez. There you go. And if y'all can follow Alyssa J Beauty on Instagram, that's my girl's beauty account. She's a cosmetologist. Okay, that cool. Means. But she's starting that. So yeah, give her a follow too. Because if not, she won't make me the tacos that I want to eat. Okay, fantastic. Right, quickly before we go, I want to get your guys' opinion on it. What? How far are the Bulls going this year? At least the Eastern Conference Finals. Okay. Ah. We we get everybody back. Even if we stay in the the seed that we are we are in now, okay. Because then we don't have to see Philly, the Nets, or Milwaukee until the Eastern Conference Finals. If the if the if the seed and state is that there. would be a I would love to avoid the Nets and uh, the Bucks until then. That would be great if possible. I mean, I feel I don't know. I like got a lot of confidence in this team, but we're not very deep. We need everyone. We need like the yeah. the, mm-hmm. the true six. You know. Um, so yeah, what do you think, Coda? Uh, I think the same thing is like if we don't run into Philly or the Bucks with Giannis or the Nets, I think we get to the Eastern Conference Finals. Is if we do run into these teams, 
we have a problem. We're like, we're what? We just lost two straight, I think. Three. We still down a lot of people, though. So, so yeah, with the Harden trade, Philly's that much. I haven't seen really them play. We haven't played them since they got Harden, right? So they're they're like, oh. are they scaring people right now or not? I don't really care about Harden. You know, I have no one to defend and beat. Yeah, no one, okay. no one on our team. No, that's the right That's now. a big problem. Um, okay. Yeah. That's the issue. That's the issue. Mm-hmm. Okay. We don't have any solid big man defenders. Like Giannis is getting through that paint easily. No, I know. We don't even have a plan for him. What is the plan? Like, I feel like we don't really have a plan for Giannis even when we play. Mm-hmm. So yeah. just gonna hold our breath. Uh, but hey, thanks, thanks for coming on, guys. I hope you enjoy the buffet line. No problem. I hope we uh was able to add a little street knowledge to your mental today. Uh so I'm sure Coda would say don't get caught lacking because we might have to test you out. Okay. Yeah, show. dude. Listen, if you're not with – I always keep my head to the left of me. All right? If you ever see me on a show, my head is right to the side of me. Right. If you're without your head, I'll be testing, man. We got we to gotta make sure you know how it has to go down. We don't want you to go out into actual streets okay. and then something worse happens to you, you know? Because you didn't you're make us yeah, you're making us look bad, man. We don't want to do that to you. You think we like hurting people? No, I know I do. Not at all. I know. I'm. You know, I'll. I'll. Uh, I'll, I'll, I'll come. I'll come pre- prepared mentally next time. Next time we, uh, you know, not physically, nothing on me. Come, come in peace. But uh, I'll come prepared mentally next time we, I see you at a show. But I appreciate you guys coming on. No problem. All right. Take care.